Fifteen women, some with children, have locked themselves in Holy Cross Church at King's Cross and say they won't leave until they get guarantees about future police conduct. I'm Christopher Cause, Reverend Christopher Cause. I'm the vicar at Holy Cross Church in uh, Cromer Street, just south of the Euston Road. And I've been there for about 16 years. And a story from the beginning of my ministry at Holy Cross has followed me around all the time. A story that everybody remembers. And it's the story of a sit the sit-in by the English Collective of Prostitutes and many other women uh, 40 years ago, unbelievably, in 1982. And it involved a piece of history of uh, working girls, uh, sex workers, being very, very much put upon by police and uh, the local community and their decision to come to my church and to sit in uh, for 12 days. And you'd think it would be a very simple business and it would be pretty unremarkable, but it caused enormous waves and made the national news and very much indelibly printed in the memories and the minds of our locals in King's Cross. And um, in thinking about this, I one day just had a thought that it might be good somehow to get everybody involved in that event together. And then I looked at my diary at the year 2022 and realized that it was 40 years now since uh, that event took place. And so uh, myself and a few parishioners decided to go up the road to Camden and to meet members of the English Collective of Prostitutes, as it now is. I was quite surprised that it still existed. And we went up uh, to meet, um, incredibly actually, their leaders, but some of the women who were there 40 years ago. And it was a very happy encounter, very interesting encounter. And we talked and talked. And on both sides, uh, we got very excited at the prospect of uh, planning an event that would bring this story back to life and even bring some of the participants together in, a, in what we thought could be a very powerful way. And we had a meeting about nine months ago, 10 months ago, uh, had to work out a model in and around which this new event would take place and could best be uh, covered. And um, we've always at Holy Cross Church had a link with the Bloomsbury Festival. And it seemed natural as the uh, anniversary was taking place in October to ally with the uh, Bloomsbury Festival and put on a single event at the church, which would be in the model we chose was a model of reunion rather copying a bit the Radio 4 programmes that unite uh, the persons involved. And it's from there that we've worked on this model and we come now very excitedly to the event which will take place on the 21st of October in the church and hopefully bring together some of those who were there 40 years ago as, as well as many other interested parties. Um, so we've invited particular guests who were very important to what went on 40 years ago, including my old bishop, Bishop Peter Wheatley, who was very involved, Selma James also um, very much involved, and others. So I want to just leave you there and um, pass over to Nikki, and she will uh, let you know a bit about uh, uh, her involvement in this event. 
Thank you, Chris. Uh, my name is Nikki Adams. I'm from the English Collective of Prostitutes. We are a sex worker collective. In more recent years, sex worker has become the term to describe uh, working women, but we still use prostitute women and we are the English Collective of Prostitutes. At the time of the church occupation, we were based in a very small women's centre uh, but was our very kind of treasured home for many years, just literally around the corner from the church. And uh, the occupation really came about because, as Chris has described, there was really a crisis in King's Cross at the time. I mean, there was a crisis throughout the country, but in King's Cross, it came to a head because uh, sex workers felt that they couldn't step out of their house without being arrested, that uh, the police were ignoring violence against them and at the same time prioritizing arrest and prosecution for prostitution, for loitering and soliciting. And that really uh, got came to, you know, got worse when uh, a woman was raped and uh, instead of going after her rapist, the police arrested her boyfriend who was black um, as for pimping. And that really became a point where women sat down and said, okay, enough is enough. We have to do something to bring this to public attention. The prostitutes who locked themselves in the church are being represented by a group called the English Collective of Prostitutes. Through this group, they're claiming the police are making their lives and their children's a misery, as well as the... They took their ins inspiration from the French Prostitutes Collective, who had, in 1975, occupied churches throughout the country to protest a very similar problem, which is police inaction against rape and murders. And... We knew, as the English Collective of Prostitutes, we knew about that action by uh, the French prostitutes. And it literally, the story that's been told to me is literally somebody in a meeting just said, why don't we occupy a church? And I don't think that any of the women at that time had any idea that they'd be there for 12 days. Now the women are saying, no more. We've had enough of that. We've got to get justice now. We're going to have the support of serious lawyers. We're not going to plead guilty when we're not guilty. We're not going to have our children taken away. We're not going to be persecuted. We're not going to make jokes with the police in order not to be arrested. We're not going to have the threats and the blackmail come down on us anymore. And the police are freaking out. They went in for one day thinking they needed to take some kind of action to publicize what was happening with the police and illegality and racism in the area. And then realize what power came from taking sanctuary in a church. And there was daily news coverage, which really helped get the story out. And I think uh, it was a big event for all of us. And it was a big event for myself personally, because I came around just after that occupation and I could really see how the terrain had changed through that action, because before the occupation, sex workers were often described in the context of a criminal underworld and spoken about as vice girls. And the banner that hung outside the church said, mothers need money. We don't, you know, and that really started to recharacterize sex workers as mothers working to support families and also raise the whole issue of policing, which people knew about but didn't speak about, and they certainly didn't speak about it in relation to sex workers. And for the first time, the policing of prostitute women was seen, was put on the political agenda by this very occupation. So it was a big part, it was a big experience for our whole organization and for the women in it. And it was part of the fabric of our lives 
And then when we were approached by the church, we were really delighted. We wanted to mark the anniversary of the occupation and what better way than being invited kindly by the church to come back to the church for this fantastic event. And so we're really hoping for a you know, fantastic discussion and presentation that will really look at the impact of this momentous event and how it has helped address some of the injustice that sex workers still face today. The event is called Hookers in the House of the Lord. It's on the 21st of October between 7 and 8.30 p.m. And you can join via our live stream, which is on our website, prostitutescollective.net.